it's Mark Kay, and thanks so much for downloading the Mark Kay Show podcast. Did you know we have a second daily podcast called Mark Kay Saves the Republic? It too is available on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you can download podcasts on the internet. Do it now. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark Kay for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque, 855 Mark is a number. We got a very special open mic message today. Hey, good afternoon, Marque. I just wanted to let you know this is uh, Mike with uh, Chris Christie's PR. Uh, I just wanted to see if you guys can kind of like slow down or kind of stop the fat shaming. Hey, 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 put the lobster down. Hang on, I'm on the open mic with Marque. Put the lobster down. We just uh, feel that his uh, his political campaign really needs help, and just said, "No, not the gravy. Put the gravy down. Put it down." Anyway, thanks, Marque. Have a great day. I just imagine. By the way, that was fantastic. Uh, I just imagine Chris Christie walking up to the tank, throwing his massive paw in there, pulling the lobster, just like not you even know, cooking it, not even just dipping <laughs> and, and drawing butter. And uh, like grabbing gravy like he's Godzilla just on a tear. Anyway, 855-940-MARK is our number. Thank you so much, uh, Chris Christie's PR dude, for that wonderful open mic <laughs> open mic message. If you'd like to send us an open mic message, man, our Catriot Radio Network radio stations have made it really easy to do. First uh, thing you do is you go to your app store, whether it's Google Play, iTunes, whatever, and you uh, download one of their mobile apps, KRMG, WOKV, WHIO. There's so many of WSB in Atlanta. You can record the message, get it here into the, uh, into the studio. It's really, it's really simple and it's really awesome and we really love it. And um, we appreciate all the messages that come in. 855-940-MARK is our number if you want to kick it old school and call us on the phone. 855-940-6275. Listen, I don't know where we begin today. We've got, we've got, you know, we've got a lot of regular stuff. We're going to do What the Bleep today because it's Thursday. And on Thursday, we always play What the Bleep. We're going to have Conspiracy Theory Thursday because... I'll be honest with you. I know I know what's up. I know there's people that only listen to this show for Conspiracy Theory Thursday. I know there's people that wake up on Monday and count down the days until they can call in to the Mark K show and share whatever new conspiracy theory they've concocted or or created or come up with or found online. I get it. And so we're going to give you your your uh, just rewards. We're going to give you your just desserts here in a little while, about 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central. We'll kick off Conspiracy Theory Thursday. But before we get to that, I don't know where we begin. Do we begin with the Democrats destroying evidence in the January 6th committee meeting to hide the truth about what happened during the so-called insurrection? Or do we start with uh, President Biden being douchey to Peter Ducey? Oh, that's difficult. It is uh, a tough one, isn't it? Because one is very comical uh, and enjoyable, and the other is I just want to know more about. Yeah, we should probably we should probably start with uh, with uh, Peter Ducey, or I'm sorry, with Joe Biden being yeah. douchey to Peter Ducey. Which should not shock nobody because Joe Biden, look, this whole, this whole, oh, he's such a nice old dude. Oh, he's just like a great little guy and oh, he's so <laughs> grandfatherly and man, he's got that folksy charm. Uh-uh. Joe Biden is a massive D-bag. He thinks he's all that and a bag of chips. 
Uh, don't tell Chris Christie because then he'd eat him. But this is this is one of the guys. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who thinks they're better than you. You want to talk about an elitist. You want to talk about somebody who thinks they can do whatever they want and get away with it. And if anyone questions them, it's then they are a bad person. They are a lousy individual. They are they are they are the criminal or the 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 reprobate. Any of those things. But it's Joe Biden. Hands down, got to be one of the most awful human beings um, to have ever walked the face of the earth. And I've been walking the face of the earth that long, but Joe Biden has. And so, and so I'm pretty sure he hasn't run into anyone quite uh, as bad as he had. Listen to this question that Peter Ducey asked him yesterday. And more specifically, listen to Joe Biden's answer. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you... We're on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business with anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Oh, because it's not true. So somebody asks you a question, the answer is no. In your, I mean, it's, the answer is yes, but the answer you think is no. But just because somebody asks you a question and you think it's a lie or you think it's negative or you think the answer is no, doesn't make it a lousy question. In fact, the fact that Joe Biden called it a lousy question, the fact that he attacked Peter Ducey on a personal level, on a visceral level, the fact that his animal instinct came out, he was like, no, 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 lousy, 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 it proves that it was the actual question that needed to be asked. And the, the really amazing thing about this is Joe Biden apparently is clearly a pathological liar. He doesn't just lie when it's convenient. Some people lie when it's convenient, right? Like, for example, uh, I'm trying to think of something. If, um, you know, if our boss says, hey, did you say this on the radio uh, because one of our clients wants to cancel their massive contract because you said something about their business that was insulting. Did you say that? I go, no. Okay. That's a lie. I don't lie all the time. I just lie to protect myself for when it's convenient. Uh, but Joe Biden, not, not a single word that comes out of his mouth is truthful. And we all know that this is a lie because Devin Archer testified under oath that, that exactly what Peter Ducey asked him. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you we're on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? We never talk business with anybody. We never talk. We know that's a lie because we have sworn testimony in the House of Representatives. This isn't hearsay. He's not saying, you know, Devin Archer tweeted. He's not saying Fox News is reporting. He's not saying we heard this, that, a whistleblower. This is sworn testimony in front of the House, uh, uh, House um, Oversight Committee. This is Devin Archer going in sitting down or standing up, I guess, raising his hand, swearing to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and then for hours answering questions about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the business dealings that they all had together, and how Joe Biden was on a speakerphone multiple times, dozens of times, over 20 times, with their business partners, people who are tyrannical, dictatorial, really bad people with millions of dollars and big messes that only Joe Biden could clean up. We know it's true, but Joe Biden continues to lie about it. He says, no. That I never talked to my son about his business, and that was a lousy question. Well, never talked business with anybody, and I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you? It's why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Because it's not true. I would now, if I were Peter Ducey, first of all, I would never, I would never have the, uh, I would never have the patience that he. That guy has the patience of Job. If I asked that question to Joe Biden, and he said, "I know you'd you'd ask a lousy question," I would have said, "Well, and I know you'd give a lousy answer too." But uh, luckily, he pressed him on that. Apparently, now, according to, now, this is conjecture. I don't actually have proof of it. But Peter Ducey reported, I think, this morning that uh, the White House called him immediately afterward to clarify some of Joe Biden's comments, which 
I don't know if they're supposed to be doing that. I don't know if they want to like stick their foot in it even more. But this is typical Joe Biden. Joe Biden is 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 confronted with the truth by a reporter, which thank God there's at least one reporter out there to do it. And you know, it's not sure. It's not every it's not every day you get that close to Joe Biden asking him a question. In fact, in the last 12 days, the only reporter that Joe Biden got close to at all was this woman from the Weather Channel who he pulled a bug off of. That was the only, he, he didn't want to do any hard-hitting interviews. He didn't want to talk to anybody about anything substantive. He didn't want to talk about what was going on with Hunter Biden or this testimony or anything else. He just wanted to pull bugs off of this lady at the, uh, at the Grand Canyon. Are you prepared to declare a national emergency with respect to climate change? We've already done that. National emergency, we've conserved more land. We've moved in, the, we've rejoined the Paris Climate Accord. We've passed a $368 billion climate control facility. We're, we're, we're moving. It is, the, it is the existential threat to humanity. So you've already declared that national emergency. Well, in the practice, you got a bug on you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, oh, thank you. You got a bug on you. Oh, thanks. Uh, that's all he wants to do. The only reporters he'll get close to are the reporters from the Weather Channel. He won't talk to anybody who's going to ask him anything that is difficult. He won't be, he's not allowed near anybody. I don't even know how Peter Ducey got this close, but thank God he got his microphone and his camera rolling because now we were able to get the truth, which is actually a lie. On, uh, on tape, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. And man, I'll tell you what, the attitude is just, it makes me realize when Joe Biden, again, this isn't the early stages of this report. This isn't the Hunter Biden laptop. I mean, we know, we have evidence, we have proof. We got the WhatsApp message, my father's sitting here right next to me and he'll make a phone call and ruin you and my father and I are waiting for your word and it better be you who calls because my father and I want the money, all that stuff. We've got the testimony from Devin Archer. We've got the whistleblower reports. We have the suspicious activity reports. We've got the Hunter Biden laptop. We know. There's photos of Joe Biden golfing with the same Hunter Biden business executives and associates that he said he never even spoke with. There is a handwritten message on White House stationery from Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. to Devin Archer saying, I'm so glad you and my son got together in business. So all of it's a lie. And yet he just can't help himself. He always has to tell a falsehood. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them talking business. Is that what? I never talked business with anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. Thank you. You know why he said thank you, Mr. President? Why? He said thank you, Mr. President, because he knew he was about to go viral. <laughs> He was like, thank you, Mr. President. I'm going to be the star of the day now. Yeah, that's all I needed. Thank you, Mr. President. I'm going to be on every talk. My dad's going to have me on Fox and Friends tomorrow. Woohoo! And sure enough, uh, there he was. He was right there with our good buddy, uh, Brian Kilmeade. 855-940-MARK is our number. Eight, what? I mean, you have to think to yourself, how does this guy get to be president of the United States? Well, I think we all... We all know, but that's a conversation for another day. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Earlier yesterday, Joe Biden was talking about Bidenomics, and he uh, brought up this little tidbit. People sometimes say, why are you doing that? Imagine if for a long time, Roosevelt and telephones came along and said, we're not going to help invest in telephones. 
Come on, man. Yeah. I really wish uh, they would just, like somebody said long ago, they should just turn the teleprompter around so we can all read what Joe Biden's saying because nobody even has a clue what that guy means. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Now, in addition to all of that, there's some other uh, really big stuff going on. This whole thing with the January 6th committee, and I'll delve into this in just a minute. Donald Trump has been um, accused now. Get this. Donald Trump has been accused of taking top secret documents from the White House, mixing them in with his personal effects. He's been accused of showing invasion plans for Iran to reporters and to people at cocktail parties and a bunch of folks without top secret clearance. He's been accused of moving boxes from one room in his house to another room in his house. He's been charged with 37 violations of the Espionage Act of 1917. Yet here we have the January 6th committee who was told specifically by Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, do not destroy any evidence, do not destroy any recordings, do not destroy any video, do not destroy any notes, do not destroy anything that you have found out in your massively large, expensive, and very long investigation. Do not destroy this evidence because we will be investigating the investigators. Well, wouldn't you know it, the January 6th committee with Liz uh, Cheney, daughter of Dick, and Adam Kinzinger, who were sitting right there with all the other Democrats, um, they apparently now have done exactly what they were told not to do. Breitbart reports the January 6th committee defied a demand last year by incoming Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy that it preserve all of its records, evidence, and transcripts and has destroyed much of what it collected over more than a year of investigation. Representative Barry Loudermilk from Georgia made the revelation to Fox News Digital on Tuesday, also noting that the committee had not looked into possible security lapses at the Capitol and that much of the material the committee did preserve was disorganized. Loudermilk added that the blue team was shut down before it could probe the issue of security lapses at the Capitol because the committee intended to blame former President Donald Trump, who has since been indicted for allegedly inspiring the riot. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, wait a minute, isn't destroying evidence and notes and transcripts of, a, of an important committee investigation by the outgoing members so that the incoming members couldn't actually see what was going on? Isn't that, you know, against the law? Well, again, I'm no legal expert. I'm no lawyer. I was, however, waitlisted from one of the finest law schools in the country. I can tell you this, though. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> because as soon as you get a demand or a letter or an email or any kind of correspondence from a lawyer or a congressperson or the House of Representatives, Speaker of the House of Representatives, incoming or outgoing, as soon as you are granted or given any kind of directive not to destroy evidence, documents, emails, recordings, or anything else, because of an investigation and you destroy them, that's when you're in big, big trouble. Trust me, I have firsthand, I have firsthand experience with this. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-627. We got to take a quick break, folks. We got more of the Mark Show, more of your phone calls. We'll delve into this more. Plus, Donald Trump was asked about what the committee did, and he answered. He also alluded to what's going to happen at the debate on August the 23rd. Will he show up or will he not show up? What does he think going to, is going to happen? Has he made a decision 
All those questions and their answers next on The Mark K Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is The Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is on a reminder here in Florida and I'm sure a couple of other places where we broadcast to our Catriot uh, network. It's back to school. Back to school today for a bunch of kids um, in the Florida area. It's also back to school for Hannah. She's decided to go back to Sunday school because she was sinning way too much. And so she and she thought to herself, man, I forgot how to be like pure and pious. So she's enlisted, enlisted, enrolled in a uh, in a Sunday school program. So when do you begin? Do you begin today? 9 a.m. on Sunday. Oh, no, I guess that'd be a good day for it would be Sunday. Yeah. So 9 a.m. on <laughs> Sunday, you're going back to Sunday school. Yeah. Did you have to go get some like Sunday school supplies or uh, did you get like a new fit? What's a new oh, a new outfit? Did you just ask me what a new fit is? I'm sorry. I'm My old. daughter would I'm, be so disappointed. I know she you. would because she always hashtags fit. Right. Yeah. O-O-T-D. <laughs> yeah. yeah did, you, did you get a new fit for your Sunday uh, school? No. No? No. Did you get new pencils or a pencil pouch? No. but Trapper my, keeper. No. But a book bag. Stop. Did you get a new water bottle? What do they call the water things? The, um, you know, a hydro flask. No. Oh, what, okay. What, what kind of Bibles? I mean, what do you do Sunday? at Sunday school? You just go in there and what? Read the, all I need is my Bible. Do you have a Bible? Yeah, I have multiple Bibles. Okay, all right. Wow, for a sinner, you sure have a lot of Bibles. We're all sinners. I know, but some, not all of us are like, you know, have to do, uh, like, what do you call it? Um, you go to church like 80,000 times a week. I do. That's true. But I, but they don't require <laughs> me to go to Sunday school. It's I'm like not, when they take your driver's required. license, like if you've been caught speeding too many times, they're like, you got to go to traffic school. I've been to traffic school a few times. And it's like, I've been caught sitting way too much. They're sending me to <laughs> Sunday traffic school. I gotta get out of the fast lane and back into this. Yield to the Lord. Quick break. More Marque Show next. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it. This is the Marque Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. We're excited about Hannah going back to Sunday school. Um, and we, now is there, there's a test, right, or an exam at the end of it? No. You don't have to, you don't need to, like, uh, take a test to graduate? No, you don't graduate. Like, like old, old people go to Bible, like, Sunday school. I went mm. to Sunday school when I was growing up. Were they held back? Is do that Catholics have Sunday school? They do, right? I mean, really, our whole lives are Sunday school. I know. You guys go to church a lot, which there's is a awesome. Lot of, we go to church all the time. In fact, I think there's, gosh, there's like a holy day of obligation coming up on Tuesday. Because you guys follow the liturgical calendar, right? I just follow the kid, the kids and the wife. They're like, it's time. I go, okay. Aren't they supposed to follow you? Well, I mean. You're the spiritual leader. All right. Well, you know what? Let's not judge. <laughs> judge not, lest he be I'm judged. I'm not. That's one of the commandments, I think. <laughs> okay. No, maybe not. That's, uh, yeah, no. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? There's something about coveting an ass, and there's something else about what? Yeah. Oh, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's ass, or thy neighbor's wife. Yeah. Or thy neighbor's wife's, you know what Don't covet. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. All right, man, you should be, you should be furious. You should be totally furious and angry with the Democrats. And I know what you're thinking. I already was. Well, you should be even more furious and even angrier. 
because they deleted important evidence from January 6th and the January 6th committee that they were not supposed to delete. That by, by you know, it, it's against the law, really, is what it is, uh, of course, in this one-sided judicial system that Joe Biden has created so that he can protect himself, his family, and his cronies. Um, it, doesn't, it's not, it doesn't matter. Ain't nobody going to be investigated over this. The Republicans in the House of Representatives, they're not going to do anything about this. Um, but it's true. Eric Bowling was on Newsmax yesterday interviewing President Donald Trump, and he asked President Trump about it. Here's what Trump said. You know, now that we have the subpoena power, because we now have subpoena power, all of a sudden the J6 committee, the unselects, I call them, everything was deleted and destroyed. The documents, everything was deleted and destroyed. Uh, that's a criminal act. So all of that stuff, all of that nonsense you watched for a year and a half go on with all Democrats and two so-called Republicans, but they were worse than any of the Democrats, Kinzinger and Cheney, uh, it's all been deleted and gotten rid of. They deleted it because they didn't want anybody to see it because the real answers were there, but they didn't want to report it. Yeah, now think about what this means. I mean, think about what this—and this, this may explain some of the timing of these indictments. Jack Smith indicts Donald Trump for— what is it, conspiracy to lie and overthrow the United States of America or conspiracy against the Republic uh, because he incited an insurrection, yada, 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 and all this stuff. And so now that there's a criminal uh, court case, now that there's been an indictment, for actually four indictments, and there's been the arraignment, and Donald Trump has said, I'm not guilty, now that they're into the discovery period, now uh, Donald Trump's attorneys can go in and say, okay, we need all of this information from the January 6th committee. We are now subpoenaing. We want you to send us all. We, we get the right to look at everything. We get the right to look at everything in the January 6th committee. We get to read the hours and hours of transcripts, the thousands and thousands of transcripts that we saw with every single one of these witnesses. We get to look at the videotapes and the footage and everything else. And then Jack Smith's peeps come back and go, oh, um, uh, you know, yeah, all that evidence, we ain't got it. And then the lawyer's like, what do you mean you don't have it? Well, we don't know. We think maybe some of it got misplaced, meaning they destroyed it. Meaning the exact evidence that they're now using to try to put Donald Trump away and the exact evidence that the January 6th committee spent years and millions and millions of dollars accumulating and wasted so much time, that evidence is now poof, God. Well, not the evidence that they think will prove that Donald Trump is guilty of crimes that don't actually exist. No, that evidence is still intact. It's the evidence that would prove Donald Trump is innocent. That evidence somehow has mysteriously disappeared. And by somehow, we know exactly why. We know maybe why this wasn't the first indictment that was brought, but it was brought at a time when they realized, oh, you know what? Now, now I think we're good to go. Now all the evidence has been destroyed. So now we can bring forward this indictment. And when Donald Trump subpoenas it, ha, 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 won't he be in for a shock and a surprise? I don't think he was very shocked. I don't think anyone's surprised. I don't think anyone's shocked or surprised at the level at which the Democrats will sink, and the Republicans too. Don't forget, Liz Cheney, daughter of Dick, is technically a Republican. Adam Kinzinger, also technically a Republican. They worked in tandem with the Democrats to set up this sham committee to create all of this evidence to put these indictments in place. And then, oh, lo and behold, it's all gone. Isn't that just so, isn't that just so convenient? Uh, Eric Bowling also talked to Donald Trump about the upcoming debates because the upcoming debates are, well, they're upcoming. August the 23rd is the first debate and see it's the 10th today. So 13 days away. It's, uh, it's 13 days from today. There's going to be a debate in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where home of, by the way, 
um, the Republican National Convention next year and also home of a little bit of maybe election interference on the Democrats part. We're not really sure, but we believe there was some uh, we believe there was some funny business about in the uh, halls of Madison, Wisconsin, just before the 2020 election. Uh, anywho, so this debate is going to go on and, and there's a lot of folks jockeying to be on stage. Donald Trump being the clear front runner in this all entire contest, having the most um, percentage points when it comes to um, having the most percentage points when it comes to uh, any of the national polls, having raised the most amount of money. And of course, being, you might as well call him the incumbent for the Republican Party. All of that, Donald Trump, uh, you know, in that position is the, is the, the linchpin for this debate. If it's a success, it's because Donald Trump shows up. If it's a massive failure, it's because he doesn't. And so everybody, the Fox executives, Eric Bowling at Newsmax, everybody at the RNC, everybody wants to know, will he or won't he? When Donald Trump goes to his rallies, he asks the question, should I go? And people go, yeah. He goes, really? And they go, right. He goes, who thinks I shouldn't go? And then people go, ah. And there's a lot of screaming and yelling and USAing. But Donald Trump said to Eric Bowling yesterday that he's actually, yeah, he's made up his mind. Yeah, I've already decided, uh, and I'll be announcing something next week. Oh, so next week he's going to make the big announcement. He's going to make the big announcement next week whether he's going to debate or not. But then he always says the same thing. Well, yeah. when you're at 75, 78, 80 percent, and other guys are at zero, one percent, two percent, three percent, you do say, uh, what's the upside? Am I going to go up one point? But they could go up. You know, they're not dumb people. They're senators, they're governors, they're intelligent people. You have some very good people. I think you have some very good people, and you have some people... I mean, I have a problem with the debate for another reason. I wouldn't sign the pledge. Mm, he wouldn't sign the pledge. That's the other problem he has with the debate. He says there's some smart people on that stage. There's senators and governors and congresspeople, whatever. Uh, but there's a pledge. You know, in or there's three stipulations, really, to debate for the president. In fact, there's more rules to be on the debate stage for the presidential primary than there are to actually be president. If you want to be president, you have to be A, an American citizen, and B, 35 years of age or older. That's it. But if you want to debate in the RNC's first debate on August 23rd, you have to have a at least 1% in two national polls. You have to have a certain percentage of individual, something like 40,000 individual donors to your campaign. And you have to sign this ridiculous pledge saying, I pledge to support the eventual candidate for president, which means that everybody who shows up at the debate on the 23rd will have signed a pledge saying they are going to support Donald Trump. And Donald Trump says, I'm not doing that. If any of these clowns gets the nomination, sure, maybe there's some I would support, but there's some that I definitely would not. Why would I sign a pledge of people on there that I wouldn't have? I wouldn't have certain people as, you know, well, somebody that I'd endorse. So they want you to sign a pledge. But I can name three or four people that I wouldn't support for president. So right there, there's a problem. By the way, I know the three or four people that he wouldn't support for president. Do you know who they are? Chris Christie. Right. Uh, Ron DeSantis. No, Chris Christie. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, we're good. There's like three people I wouldn't support. Who are they? Chris Christie. And? That's, that's it. That's it. That's the three right there. Oh, no. 855-940-MARK. Listen, this pledge thing is, it's such a ridiculous, I don't understand why they, again, I don't understand why they do this. The Republicans... 
got, you know, for as, as conservative as they are, and they, they have some good ideas and they want to follow the Constitution, and they, small government's just the most amazing thing, and, and you know, freedom and liberty, big fans of freedom and liberty. But the, the dumb ideas that they come up with, like signing a pledge to support the eventual nominee. Is Chris Christie going to sign this pledge? If Chris Christie is on the debate stage, okay, then that means he's supposedly signed the pledge to support whoever is the eventual nominee. Well, the eventual nominee is going to be Donald Trump. And Chris Christie has already stated publicly he will not vote for Donald Trump. He will not support Donald Trump. So how is it that he's going to be on the debate stage? Is he going to sign the pledge, go debate, and then when he loses the primary, go, psych, I ain't supporting that guy. I lied. Ha, 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 ha. It's not, like, it's not like a, it's not like you're signing a contract. I don't believe there's any kind of, I don't believe there's, it's like, like an NDA. I don't think you're, you know, you're, you're you have to, <laughs> you have to pay a penalty if you go back on your word. If you're like, I promise I'll, I'll support whoever the nominee is. And then Donald Trump gets nominated. You're like, screw that. I'm going third party. They're not going to come after you for your house. I mean, it's, it's really kind of like a BS pledge. It serves no meaning. And basically what it does is it makes the other candidates look stupid. And here's the other thing too. If they were going to go ahead and sign this pledge, then there it should be a real pledge. They should not only sign the pledge, but when they drop out of the race or when the nominee has been decided on or when Donald Trump gets like to the certain number of delegates or whatever it is, there should be a mandatory dropout clause. For example, uh what's his name? The guy from Ohio, Kasich. Oh yeah. Never dropped out of the race. He kept going, man, that guy, he just kept going and going. He refused to believe that Donald Trump was going to be chosen over him. He never dropped out. He was still technically running the day that Donald Trump accepted the nomination in Cleveland, Ohio. And in fact, he was in Cleveland, Ohio, not at the, uh, the Republican National Convention. He was down the street at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he was holding his own event because he refused to believe that Donald Trump would be the nominee. If the RNC really wants to unite the party, we had a guy call in yesterday and say, Mark Kay, you always talk about uniting the Republican Party, and here you are dividing it. I'm not dividing it. You know who's dividing it? Chris Christie, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, they're dividing it. Those guys cumulatively share 30%, 35% of the vote, while Donald Trump has all the rest. So tell me, who's really dividing the party and who's really uniting it? What you need to do is you need to tell these people, if you get to this point in the race and you don't have this many delegates, you need to drop out and publicly uh, make, make a statement that you support Donald Trump and you want the rest of the party to support him or whoever happens to be the primary candidate at that point. They won't do that, though, because... Well, they don't want anyone actually publicly supporting Donald Trump. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. There was a talk, there was a little bit of there was a little bit of chatter that the night of the debate, which again would be infinitely more interesting than uh, you know, with Donald Trump than without. But the night of the debate, immediately following, we are going to do a special Mark K show a one-hour recap of said debate. That's the word on the street. That was the, there was a little bit of a chatter in one of the many meetings we were in. Yes. I heard the Dementors flying down the hall whispering about it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. And <laughs> I like to eavesdrop on them. And then you, I haven't heard anything else about it, but that seems to be the plan, which means if you're not going to watch the debate, 
which, let's face it, you probably, if Donald Trump isn't going to be there, aren't going to watch the What's debate. What's the point? What's the point? You can then listen to the one-hour recap of the debate. What day is the 13th? Is it a Wednesday? I believe it's a Wednesday. Yeah. because yeah, the 21st is a Monday. Oh, no. That's a bummer. Why? That means I'm not going to be able to watch Big Brother. I'm oh. going to have to watch the debate. DVR it or whatever it is for these yeah. this modern society. All right. I guess I'll have to I guess I'll have to DVR Big Brother so I can watch uh Chris Christie, the other Big Brother, on stage <laughs> and then do the That's fine. I'll do anyway. I'll I'll make that sacrifice. Um but that's on August the 23rd in uh in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 855-940-MARK is our number. Listen, we got to take a quick break. Uh when we get back, we'll grab some of your phone calls here in just a minute. Also, there's an interesting thing happening with the Democrat Party. Um, they seem to be turning on their leader. And Chuck Todd from NBC News is actually crediting a Republican with predicting this was going to happen. I mean, anybody could see that it was going to happen, but Chuck Todd apparently didn't. And he's shocked that one Republican called it. 855-940-MARK. We'll play that clip. We'll tell you who it is. We'll get some of your phone calls and more of your open mic messages next right here on The Mark K Show. Show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Nate is in St. Augustine, Florida. Hey, Nate. How you doing? Doing all right. How are you, everybody? Oh, doing? doing so good. Doing so good. What's going on, Nate? What'd you want to say, sir? Um, the first thing I wanted to say was, you know, I just wish people would pay more attention to uh, politics and see how it would be more unified if people would just get behind the, the leader. Everybody has their own, you know, ideas of what would be great. And so what worked for us under Trump will work again. Mm. Just let's let's do this all together and just get get past our stupid egos. You know, and that's a great. Yeah, Nate, that's a great point. And you know, think about that. Think about how historic this is. Never before has a candidate had to go through what Donald Trump's going through twice, because typically the incumbent runs again. And they don't, they run unopposed. The only one, you know, Grover Cleveland is the only other time it happened in our history. So Donald Trump had to run against like 14 people in 2016. He had to take the slings and the arrows. He had to throw them back. He had to put everybody in their place. He had to fight for position, jockey for poll, uh, percentage points. And he won the nomination in 2016. He was president for four years. Now he's back at, because he's not technically the incumbent, he's back at it and he's got another what dozen or so folks who are doing the exact same thing. How amazing is it that the same person over such a long period of time can still remain so popular and have a message that resonates so much that they're able to beat back what in the end is going to be over like 25 different opponents for the Republican primary uh, nomination. Exactly. Yeah. And the second thing I wanted to say to the uh, new billionaire Neptune beach, uh, Technically, you're a superhero now because everybody in the that's a billionaire is a superhero and uh, or a supervillain. So use your powers for good. And uh, if you want, I will charge you a low fee of one million dollars to uh, receive it for you so that you can protect your identity. Oh, I see. That's a very a little percentage on the uh, I'm sure there's lawyers that do that, too. Nate, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. And tech, now they're only a billionaire if they take this is where it's interesting. If you win $1.5 billion in the Mega Millions, as somebody in Neptune Beach did, you're only a billionaire if you take the annuity, because otherwise it's $785 million. 
as a lump sum. Which is short of a billion. So you're right. not necessarily a billionaire. You're just a multimillionaire. However, if you take the annuity, you're not a billionaire either, technically, because you're only getting, you're getting equal payments of, of 30 equal payments. So, yeah, it's tricky. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855. By the way, the next drawing for $20 million... Seems barely even uh, worth it. Is uh, coming up this weekend. 855-940-MARK is our number. Also coming up here in just a minute, I, we do have to talk about immigration because the issue at the border is getting so bad that now, get this, even the Democrats are saying the issue at the border is getting really, really bad. Never thought I'd see the day. 855-940-MARK is our number. We got some of your phone calls. We got some of your open mic messages coming up. We're about 30 minutes away from What the Bleep. And, of course, it's Thursday, which means we will have Conspiracy Theory Thursday as well. All that and more. Stay tuned to The Mark K Show. We'll be right back. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marque Show. Hey guys, got a quick question. I've been thinking about all the stuff that's been going on in DC with Crooked Joe and everybody else. And let's be honest, if they if we try to get them, they'll go ahead and uh, just pardon them. So what if we go ahead and get everything lined up, get everything nice, neat, and tidy, and then the day after he's out of office. We pass judgment so we can't pardon anybody. You know, that's interesting you should say that because a lot of folks, myself included, have been complaining about the very slow, tortoise-like Mitch McConnell-ish speed at which this investigation into Joe and Hunter Biden has been moving. And again, uh, some people have accused me of maybe being impatient. Um, I'm, it's not less of an accusation. I thought it was always a compliment. Uh, but look, there are there are people that that do things quickly, and then there are people that wait to make sure that every duck is in a row, that every I has been crossed and T has been dotted. Wait a minute. That every I has been dotted and T has been crossed. There you go. Oh, I was a total Willy Wonka. Scratch that. Reverse it. <laughs> um, but no, but anyway, and uh, and James Comer apparently is one of those. He just announced this morning on Maria Bartiroma's show on Fox News that there will indeed be subpoenas going out for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and other members of the Biden family. Listen to this. Yeah, this is always going to end with the Bidens. Uh, coming in front of the committee. Uh, we are going to subpoena the family. I mean, we're putting the case together to win in court. Obviously, with all the opposition and obstruction we're getting from the Biden attorneys now, uh, we know that this is going to end up in court when we subpoena the Biden. So we're putting together a case. And I think we've done that very well. We've shown the bank records. If I had subpoenaed Joe and Hunter Biden the first day I became chairman of the committee, it would have been tied up in court and the judge would have eventually thrown it out because at that time, the narrative was, well, they never took any money while he was vice president. He never had any communication with his business associates. And, uh, you know, the, the, the money never came from China. We've had to go every step of the way and prove the media narrative was wrong and the vice president and the, and the current president lied. We have caught Joe Biden in so many lies, I can't even count the number of lies now. So we have put together a case that I think would uh, stand up in any court of law in America, and we hope to hear from the Biden soon. Okay, so that's James Comer saying, look, we did it. Here's what we knew. We knew that if we came in on day one and we and we subpoenaed Joe Biden, which, by the way, they wouldn't have been able to do because on day one, they still couldn't elect a speaker. <laughs> 
That took them. That took them four days. But anyway, I, that's neither here nor there. Uh, on day one, if James Comer had gone into the oversight committee and said we're going to subpoena the Bidens, he knew that they would take them to court and they would lose because the court, the judge, whoever would say, "There's no evidence. There's no reason for them to be subpoenaed. There's no. You have no." There's nothing that points to their testimony uh, being at all valuable to this committee, and they would have thrown it out. So they waited, and they dug, and they and they investigated, and they interviewed people, and they brought up the whistleblowers, and they found the suspicious activity reports, and they connected all the dots. And he said everything in this whole everything in this whole stinking mess goes right back to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. The Biden family is criminal. They're culpable. They're corrupt. They're corrupt. But in order to capture them, in order to impeach them, in order to, to bring them to justice, we need to make sure that we can prove it. And he said, now we can prove it and we're ready to go. What exactly did your family do to receive this right. $21 million that the House Oversight Committee has, has proven? He just continues to say, well, that's a lie. That's not true. We have their bank records, Maria. Right. Bank records don't lie. Which makes this answer that he gave to Peter Ducey yesterday just, again, it's, it, it's almost like to the point where you realize it's a it's a sickness. It's an illness. It's a pathological disorder. Joe Biden cannot tell the truth. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you it's why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. Also, again, that and that's a total personal. I mean, that's just you can you can tell the anger wells up. Joe Biden is like that when he's caught. He gets angry and he, ins he insults whoever's asking whoever caught him. If he gets caught in a lie, he gets angry at the person who was who was, you know, willing or brave enough to, to corner him in, in the first place. And that happened to be Peter Ducey. For example, Hannah, let me ask you a question. Ask away. All right. Uh, Hannah, I heard that you are actually balder than I am and that you wear a wig. Is that true? No. Okay. Now, was that a lousy question? Y yeah. No, it was. Wait, why was that a lousy question? Because you can clearly see that I'm not bald. I couldn't clear. I don't know that. Maybe it's a really good wig. Have you seen <laughs> Cardi B? She got some really Touché. good wigs. The no, not okay. a lousy question. Thank you. It was just a question. You may not have liked the question. Uh, you be, you know, that kind of thing. But at the same time, the question itself, they always say there's no such thing as bad questions, only bad answers. Okay. 855-940-MARK is our number. So uh, James Comer, it appears, will be going after the Biden family. Something else that's going on is the Democrats have started to turn on Joe Biden, too, especially Democrat governors and mayors. Because, well, wouldn't you know it? <laughs> wouldn't you know it? Greg Abbott, who said that the Democrats need to get on board with this um, with this whole problem at the border, the immigration push, the Im the illegal immigration, the crisis that we see on the Texas border and in Arizona and in New Mexico, all these other places, uh, he said no one's feeling it like we're feeling it. And until those blue state governors and blue state mayors and those blue state, those sanctuary city mayors, until they really understand how bad a problem it is, um, they're not gonna they're not gonna get it. And so what we're going to do here in Texas is we're going to get some buses and we're going to bus those immigrants to those blue cities so they understand exactly how bad this problem is. And everybody said he was he was they were using these folks as political pawns. And everybody said he was this was just inhumane. Everybody said Greg Abbott is a terrible per I can't believe he's putting them on buses, air conditioned buses with comfortable seats. These people had to walk 
through the desert with no money, no food, coyotes trying to, you know, hijack them and sell them into slavery, drug runners trying to use them as mules. God knows what kind of treachery they they encountered while trying to. Then they had to cross a river, a river with snakes and alligators and, I don't know, barracudas. I don't know if there's barracudas. I don't know if there are barracudas. In Armadillos. The I don't know. what if There's like Texas. Texas has got some critters. That's all I'm saying. Scorpions. Yeah. Then there's the 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 uh, the uh, not just the um, border patrol, but then you've got like the ranchers out there with their guns who are just trying to protect their. Family. It's a treacherous thing to get into the United States of America. That, of course, is no problem to the Democrats. That is not a public crisis. That is not at all inhumane. That's perfectly fine. But God forbid Greg Abbott should put these people on a comfortable Greyhound bus with air conditioning, with Wi-Fi, with a bathroom and drive them so they don't have to walk, drive them to New York and Chicago and Washington, D.C. And now all of a sudden the treatment is so inhumane. Well, Chuck Todd on uh, Meet the Press, who they do like a little daily version now. Uh, Chuck Todd on Meet the Press said, you know what? Turns out Greg Abbott may have been right. These Democrats... They're not happy with the immigration crisis anymore, and they are coming after Joe Biden. Pressure is mounting on the Biden administration for multiple Democratic mayors and governors now as they seek additional assistance from the federal government in response to the influx of migrants coming to their communities. Oh, gee, isn't that something? Well, look at that. Not everybody, you know, when it was just Texas and when it was just uh, Arizona and when it was just New Mexico, they said, hey, you know what? It, just deal with it. You'll be fine. You got plenty. Texas is a big state. You got plenty of room. But when it comes when it comes to your front door, all of a sudden, they're, they're calling up Joe Biden saying, help. In a letter uh, to Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, Healy slammed the administration for, quote, a federal crisis of inaction. That is Governor Healy from Massachusetts. Massachusetts, about as blue a state as you can get. Massachusetts, who, what was it? A federal, what was it? A federal crisis of inaction. A federal crisis of inaction. She is now joining the call of the Republicans saying that Alejandro Mayorkas is not acting like the Department of Homeland Security secretary that we need. There has been inaction at the border. There's been inaction at the executive branch. There's been inaction to curb the tide, to stop the tide. The border czar, a.k.a. Kamala Harris, has not done what she needs to do to stem the flow of illegal immigration. Kamala, have you even ever been to the border recently? No, 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 no. Yeah. And so now these blue state Democrats are saying this is a serious problem. And wouldn't you know it, Chuck Todd is just so surprised to learn that Greg Abbott was right about the immigration crisis. You know, the governor of Texas had been complaining about the administration not helping for months, and he said... Well, I'm going to start sending these migrants to blue states. Maybe they'll get some action. He's turned out to be right about this, that he knew that other governors, didn't matter Democrat or Republican, would also feel uh, burdened by this. And sure enough, here we are. Oh, yeah, sure. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? When it's a red state and a red state governor, the corrupt Joe Biden administration, who only plays favorites and protects their cronies, doesn't do a damn thing about it. So Greg Abbott said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to send you the pain. We're going to make you feel our pain. And wow, lo, lo and behold, now all of a sudden it's a national crisis. Now New York City and Mayor Adams, they're all saying this is a, this is a national emergency. We're, we can't take any more. We need federal help. The governor of Massachusetts is writing to Alejandro Mayorkas saying this is a crisis of inaction. And Chuck Todd on NBC is like, man, Greg Abbott. Can y'all believe he was right? This whole border crisis, they said, 
They said there's no way that we could sustain millions of illegal immigrants coming across the border without any kind of um, supervision or any kind of extrication plan or without a big solid wall. We're just letting all these people into the country. We're not even making them come back for their, their court dates. We're giving them cell phones. We're telling them to go out into the world. And now, look, there's a crisis of monumental proportions. In New York City, they started using empty, vacant hotel rooms uh, to house illegal immigrants. Those filled up really quickly. Now you know where the illegal immigrants are? Outside of the hotels. Inside the hotels, outside the hotels, on the streets, in the streets. They're, they've converted a parking lot in New York City, an old parking lot, into a homeless shelter for illegal immigrants. It houses a thousand, and it's full. This is a crisis of monumental proportion and a crisis of inaction. And the Republicans knew about it from day one. Greg Abbott has been talking about this since Joe Biden put his hand on that Bible and swore an oath to uphold the Constitution and protect this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. An oath he immediately broke when he went home and he signed all of those executive orders, among them uh, stifling our energy supply and our energy production, uh, you know, alleviating some of the border restrictions. He swore an oath to protect this country against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and signed 42 executive orders within an hour of taking that oath that made us less protected by our enemies, both foreign and domestic. And the Republicans knew it. And now... Two and a half years later, millions and millions of immigrants later, most of our mass, most of our popular, beautiful tourist uh, attracted cities like New York and Chicago and San Francisco, now they're just totally destroyed by this, this influx of illegal immigration. Imagine going to New York City and if you can even find a hotel room, you go in there and you see that there's illegal immigrants in the lobby and out front and maybe they cancel your reservation to make room for more. Because Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas have, uh, it was so great, I want to hear it one more time. A federal crisis of inaction. That's what it is, a federal crisis of inaction. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. We got to take a quick break. We grab a, we'll grab a couple of your phone calls here in just a minute. Also, we're, we're getting ready for some what the bleep, that's on the way. And in about an hour or so, can't believe it, it's almost time for Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Don't go anywhere, folks. Stay right where you are. More Marque Show coming up right after this. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-627. By the way, I, I, don't know, I don't know how I figured this out or where it popped up on my uh, thread, my um, social media feed, but for the last couple of days, I've been in, infatuated with this thing called cold plunging. And we talked about it yesterday, and, I go and you know, I Googled a couple things. So now, all of a sudden, every time I go on a website, there's ads for cold plunging tubs. Do you really want to do it? Do you, know what, you know what cold plunging is. Oh, I know what it is. It's like a little tub, like a little square box filled with ice cold, not ice cold, but like 40 degree water, 30 yeah. degree water. Right. And you plunge there's in There's ice in there, right? Or no? I don't think it's ice. I think it's just super cold water. And you're supposed, it's supposed to be very, very physically beneficial. Okay. So you go in there, especially the older you get, which uh, you know, I ain't getting any younger. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I've been watching these. And like Rain Wilson from The Office has one. Yeah, Dwight. Brett Eldridge, country music star, uh -huh. has one. Wilmer Valderrama. These celebrities are all doing testimonials. He's Fez from uh, That 70s oh, Show. Oh, I do know him. Yeah. yeah anyway, okay. anyway um, but so I've been watching these videos of these dudes getting into cold tubs, which sounds really weird. Yeah. Can you, uh, <laughs> okay. all right. I, whatever, but it, it looks for whatever reason, and maybe it's because of that we're currently going through one of the worst heat waves in history. 
maybe that's the reason. But to me, the idea of sitting in an ice cold bath for like two minutes at a time every day yeah. just seems incredible. And uh, and so that's my new one. If anyone has one of these cold plunge tubs, just you know, let me know your address and a good time to swing by. Because uh, I figure like maybe I should try it first before I invest. Right? You should. Yeah. You should. I should go. I'm sure I'm sure somebody has one. Somebody's gonna invite you though, and it's literally just gonna be their tub with ice in it. <laughs> with ice in it? Yes. Hey, you know what? You take what you can get. That's, you know, you could do that at your house. That's binomics for you. <laughs> I used to have a cold plunge tub, Mark, but now you know what I got? A trash can and I throw some ice in it. <laughs> throw some cold beers on top. So when I'm done with my cold plunge, I can just crack open a PBR. You know they say that um those cold plunges are really good for people like with like uh like O C D or like bipolar disorder or like with anxiety and depression. They say like it helps. Oh, you so like you want one now too? Hey. <laughs> they just say and for athletes, of course, but they say right. like it's really good for your mind and your body. Well, I have both a mind and a body. Look at you. So I feel like if I could benefit both of them at the same time. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Joe is checking in from Ohio. Hello, Joe. How are you? This is Clark Kent Rockefeller reincarnated. How are you? Joe, hang on one second. Uh, uh, Jay, that's your name. Do me a favor. Tell him that in, uh, Conspiracy Theory Thursday starts in an hour and to call back then. Gotcha. 855, because I know where that one's going. 855-940-MARK <laughs> is our number. This is Kevin in Ohio. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. How's, how's everybody? You know, we're doing great, man. We're doing great. What's in your mind, Kevin? What do you want to say, sir? <laughs> I'm surprised somebody hasn't beat me to the punch, but uh, those uh, little uh, sound blips of Biden uh, uh, when he's speaking, uh, the music they're playing in the background is exact the same music they play on uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus. <laughs> There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming is. that you yeah. were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I never talked business with anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what Hello, do you I've come for your liver. Uh, 855-940-MARK. Listen, we got, that's a great point. Thanks so much for making it, Kevin. What the bleep is coming up next? If you'd like to play, call now. Good luck. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquee Show. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-627. We had a guy just call in and say, you know, that music that they're playing uh, behind the Peter Ducey question of Joe Biden. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them talking business. Is that what? I never talk business with anybody. And I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you? It's why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. I, and it does sound a little lit, like not just musically, but it does sound a little bit like a Monty Python act whenever, whenever Joe Biden starts uh, chit chatting. By the way, that's a very it's a popular tune. It's called uh, it's called the Liberty Bell March, and they did uh, they did use it as the theme for for the Monty Python's Flying Circus. Um, but it is you know it, it predates. The, isn't it great how, like, a famous piece of music is now forever known as the Monty Python's Flying Circus theme I song? I love it. Yeah. This, like, great patriotic song. Right. It's like Yakety Sax and Benny Hill. Although, Yakety Sax may have actually been created for Benny. Yakety Sax, like, Yakety Sax, don't talk back. No, that's Yakety Yak. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yakety Sax is the Benny Hill theme song. Oh. Uh, let me see if I have it. Yeah, here, uh, here it is. You'll know this one. Wait. I do know it. You're right. <laughs> 
I do. Because it's like when there's ever like a really crazy, uh, silly thing going on. Like the Benny Hill show. And then yes. they always yeah. like speed it up. It's always the British yes. shows, too. Notice that they've always, they're, they've, they're not very creative when it comes to theme music. Whoa. 855 I'm just saying, they're ripping off Liberty Bell March, Yakety Sax. 855 mark is our number. Charlie is in Ohio. Hi, Charlie. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing, Kay? Doing, oh, Mark Kay. I'm doing great. Char What's your last name, Charlie? Payne. Payne? Yes, sir. I'm doing great, Payne. Charlie Payne. <laughs> so I got a suggestion for uh, all the other patriots out there and Mr. Trump's oh. team. Oh, okay. Well, you, got a, you got a suggestion for all the patriots out there listening and for Mr. Trump's campaign. That's correct. All right. What do you got for I us? I would love to see after Trump has his uh, court dates in that evening, they got it set up to where they can do uh, these live feeds, like at movie theaters for concerts and stuff like that, or at, at uh, arenas, where he comes out and he just addresses the freedom lovers first before he does the news media or anything else. Yeah. And then release that to the news media. But putting the freedom fighters like himself first, like he always does. Yeah. No, I just believe that'd be a great way to uh, generate revenue to keep fighting a good fight. What do you mean when he like when he comes out to a when he does like a uh, like a rally or something? Well, no, like do his press release to the Trumpsters and freedom lovers first. Yeah. Then the me news media. Interesting. Oh, I see where they come out. Yeah. And talk to them, but it generates revenue to keep him afloat. Yeah. Well, listen, what and Charlie, you're you're right. I, he kind of does. There's already something going on in the Donald Trump campaign. It's been going on for a while. Um, Donald Trump's rallies, ever since 2016, they are digital rallies, meaning you have to go to his website, you have to sign up, you have to give your name, your email address, your phone number, if you would like to get tickets. And, and that was probably one of the most genius things any political candidate has ever done because it built a massive database of Donald Trump supporters. And for years now, in 2016 and 2020 and 2022, I mean, every day I continue to get emails and text messages from the Trump team and the money that they're able to generate just by sending an email or sending a tweet or I'm sorry, sending a text message to their hardcore supporters like you're talking about, the Catriots, the liberty, love and freedom defending Catriots out there who want to make America great again and put America first. They're able to continue to generate the money that they need to fight back all of these lawsuits, all of these ridiculous indictments uh, to continue to travel the country and rally and campaign and make sure that America knows what they're planning for 2024. So yeah, if you're not a member of the Donald Trump super PAC or the Donald Trump email list or the Donald Trump text string, you should probably get on it because look, we are, we're all in this together and we all got to fight uh, to win. 855-940-MARK. Thanks so much for the call. Payne, Charlie Payne. It's time for What the Bleep. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. There we go. The Mark K Show presents What the yeah. uh, Here's what we've done. We've taken a bunch of uh, highlights from the past week or so, some clips from celebrities and politicians and newsmakers and news shakers, and we bleeped out a word or two. And if you can tell us what word we bleeped out correctly, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game is our big winner today. And we're going to start, looks like, with Corey. Corey's in Florida. What's up, Hi. Corey? Hi, Corey. How are you? Yeah. 
Now, either you have a drastic lack of self-confidence or you're playing the game and you're trying to psych uh, out your opponent. I haven't figured out which one Maybe it is. I, I don't yeah. know. She's just humble. You, you tell me. All right. We'll, we'll tell you in a minute here. Uh, Corey, you're going to be playing against Ed in Ohio. What's up, Ed? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Corey, be gentle, please. <laughs> I feel, but I, honestly, this game is like really psyching me out. Yeah. Because normally I call in and I just say, hey, Jay, what's up? Yeah. Hey. And now he was like, hey, you want to play a game? And I was like, no. But I was like, okay. No. <laughs> okay. Great. All right, good. Well, now that we've strong-armed you into playing the game, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe maybe you will suck at it. We're going to find out. All right, maybe uh, I will. I here, here we go, Corey. You get the, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll let you choose. Well, I'm a girl, so I thought women go first. No, they do. <laughs> all right, you tell me. But again, you were, I didn't know if you wanted to like, all right, yeah, ladies first. Corey, yes. here we go. All right. Uh, listen all right, up. This is Donald Trump uh, speaking at, oh, I believe. I love him. Yeah, you love him. He's great. Uh, I believe he was in New Hampshire when he was uh, doing this particular speech. Listen carefully. And now there's two bleeps, but it's only one word. If there's multiple bleeps, it's oh, always it's man. no. It I actually one of those. But it gives you more opportunity because now yeah, you have more two context. Right, there's more context. It's actually a good All thing. Right. I love you, Hannah. Hey, I love you too. I love Hi, you. you're having a baby. Great shot, right? <laughs> Ew, yes. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, Corey. All right, listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Sir, please do not call him a pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a f pig. <laughs> okay. I'm a little, Corey, I, I feel at this, gender, at this juncture, I should actually remind you that these are not foul words. Oh, I know that. Uh, I'm, I'm just I checking. I show every day. Yeah, all right. So what do you think, Corey? No, I, I, I need to listen to it again. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, don't apologize. Here we go. Sir, please do not call him a f pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a f pig. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Oh man, and I I heard this too. Yeah. Oh, don't mm. call him up. It's sort of a mess. I know that. Mm. Yeah. Right. Jesus, I don't know. I can't, I can't tell you. You don't even want to. You don't even want to take a guess. Can I phone a hammer? No. <laughs> All right, you want, you want to take a listen and see what it actually was? Sure. All right, here we go. Sir, please it's do a, not call him a fat pig. That's oh, very disrespectful. Don't call fat. him. A, yeah. See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. It was a fat, he was talking about Chris Christie. It was a fat pig, yeah. No. Yeah, that's a good listen. We were talking about, like, uh, I don't know, Hillary Clinton, because she's like, She's a nasty. Yeah, thing. no, I know. She's okay. A nasty woman. <laughs> All right. All right, Ed. Ed, are yes, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. My Ed. All right, Ed, here we go. This is Donald Trump, I believe, also in New Hampshire. Uh, same event. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Day one, I will sign an executive order to cut off Joe Biden's massive spigot of fucking. Yeah. What? Wow. Wow. What do you uh, what do you think there, Ed? Uh, spigot of here. Let's listen one more. It came quick. Listen to it quote okay. one more time. Here it yeah. is. Day one, I will sign an executive order to cut off Joe Biden's massive spigot of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I doubt it. I'm gonna go with funding, but I'm I'm just that. 
I'm throwing darts at it now. I'm not sure. You're going to go with funding. Funding, yes. Funding. All right, here we go. Day one, I will sign an executive order to cut off Joe Biden's massive spigot of funding. Hey, look at that. Hey. All right. That was fun, and, and you got a ding. Yeah. Oh. All right. Hey, you also got yourself a point. Nicely done. That's the way to that's the way to throw those darts. Here we go. Back to you, Corey. Are you ready? Oh, I think so. Right. <laughs> Corey, you can do it. I have faith. This is this oh, is Hi Hannah, you know me. Yeah. I know you. Yeah. We're we're like friends on Facebook and oh. all that. And we know Esther. That's right. Yeah, we know all know we all know everybody. All right, let's get back to the game. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Girl time. You know, we're, I know we're doing we're time crunch. Um, Corey, here, here we go. This is Governor Ron DeSantis on NBC News being interviewed the other day. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. OK, Okay. here we go. Yes or no. Did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their on the Bible on January 20th okay. every four years uh, is the winner. <laughs> their hand. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? Their hand. Their hand. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. Let's play the game. Yeah. Hannah does not like that one, by the way. She's like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I like your answer. I just. She said, if I, if I laugh at that, I'm going to have to go to Sunday school. Wait, did I get it wrong? <laughs> no, I'm going to play it for know. We don't know yet. Listen, listen. Here we go. Yes or no, right. did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th of the Look at that. Is the winner. <laughs> very good. Very nicely done, Corey. You got yourself a point. You're tied it up. Wow. All right. See, there you go. All right, Ed, here we go. You ready? Getting intense. Yes, yes. This is uh, R&B star Neo making a uh, oh. making a statement on his Instagram the other day. Neo, listen carefully, Ed, and tell us what the bleep, okay? Okay. Here we go. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think, about what I do, or what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth. Not the publicist. So check this out. Okay. You, Whoa. I know this. One. I know this one. What do you think, Ed? Opinion. I'm Is sorry. It one what? word or multiple words? It's one word. It's one. It's always one word. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say opinion then. You're gonna say opinion. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's take a listen to it and see what he said. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So oh. check this out. It was computer, the publicist's computer. I was a, yeah, that was a tough. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. All right, uh, hey, Corey. I didn't like that one at all. Yeah, well, I apologize. <laughs> you know, you know, hey, you, you take the hand you're dealt, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I all the time at poker. I'm like seven deuce. I hate that hand. Uh, anyway, Corey, oh. here we go. Uh, back to you. This is Jesse Waters from Fox News. <laughs> Listen, okay. okay, listen carefully and tell us what the bleep, okay? Mm -hmm. Here we go. The Democrats want a secret <laughs> trial. There will be no cameras in the courtroom. Mm. That was a quickie. You want to hear it again? Super quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. want a secret. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. Listen, <laughs> listen carefully. Mm -hmm. The Democrats want a mm -hmm. secret <laughs> trial. There will be no cameras in the courtroom. Mm. Secret. Trial? I don't know. That's a, that's a, one more time. One more time. The Democrats want a secret <laughs> trial. There will be no cameras in the courtroom. Well, they said trial at the end. A secret. <laughs> hmm. oh, I'm, at, I'm out of words. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say trial, but I know you said trial at the end. So. A secret trial uh, trial. 
Yeah, trial, trial. Trial, trial. If it, hey, if at first you don't succeed, trial, trial again. Uh, here we go. Let's take a listen and see what it was. The Democrats want a secret show trial. Show trial. There will be no cameras in the courtroom. Yeah. That was a that was a tough one. That was. A, I'm sorry. I, show, I, even, I missed that too. Oh, like a show. A show trial. Like you know what? Let's just put it all behind us. We'll just put it all behind us. Ed, are you ready? I gotcha. Ed. Yeah, okay. I'm here. All right, all right, listen carefully. This is Chris Christie being interviewed on Sunday morning. I forget the interviewer's name. It's Bob or Babe. 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 He called, babe. Him, he called him Bob. Babe. It was Babe. Yeah, this is Bob from Sunday morning interviewing totally Chris Christie. Listen carefully <laughs> and tell us what the bleep, okay, Ed? Yes, sir. Here we go. The question lingers over your campaign among some Republicans. Are you a f No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's... uh. For my own personal jollies, let's play that one more time. Here we go. The question lingers over your campaign among some Republicans. Are you a f No. What do you think, Ed? Oh, my goodness. This is not good. Um, oh, uh, are, let's, let's say, are you a conservative? Are you a conservative? No. To which he answered no. All right, let's take a listen. The question lingers over your campaign among some Republicans. Are you a flip-flopper? No. Oh, it was flip-flopper. It was flip-flopper. Yeah, Yeah, that's a... Hyphenated. Yeah, no. All right, real quick. We got one more round here. Let's see if we can get a winner. You guys are both tied at one. Uh, Corey, this is your next one. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. This is the CEO of Harry's Razors. Listen carefully. Oh, God, guy. Yeah, that's a guy. (laughs) Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. That experience you know, was was one that led us to this conclusion that, hey, we need not just a general parental leave policy, but an equal parental leave policy um, that treats and non-fing parents equally. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. Oh. I don't know. You don't know? No. That was like, okay, let me play it again. All like right, here that. we go. Let's play it again real quick. That experience you know, was was one that led us to this conclusion that, hey, we need not just a general parental leave policy, but an equal parental leave policy um, that treats and non-fing parents equally. Oh, okay. So I know about this because I, you know, uh, weird. All right, we got five um, seconds, so Corey. Do you think you know what it is? Maternity or paternity? I don't know. Um, one of those two. All right. Well, which, which one do you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say paternity. Paternity. Okay, all right. Here, let's take a listen and see what it is. That experience, you know, was was one that led us to this conclusion that, hey, we need... Oh, not- that's the wrong clip here. That experience you know, was was one that led us to this conclusion that, hey, we need not just a general parental leave policy, but an equal parental leave policy um, that treats birthing and non-birthing parents equally. Oh, it was birthing. Oh it was birthing, which means, all right, Ed, we've got one more. If you get it right, you win. Uh, Are you ready? Da, 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 da. Yes, sir. Yes, this, sir. <laughs> this is Chris Christie one more time on NBC News. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Finish, finish the sentence for me. If Trump doesn't show up, he is a. <laughs> I know this one. Uh, I'm gonna say coward. You're gonna say coward. Coward. Finish the sentence for me. If Trump doesn't show up, he is a coward. Hell oh, yeah! Which means wow. With a score of two to one, Ed, congratulations! You're our big winner today. Thank you. Thank you. Corey, I had fun. You sounded like my second wife, incidentally, but she's not named Corey. Oh, that's so. weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. What wife are you on now, Ed? 
Uh, three. Three. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, Ed, congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on not being able to hold a marriage together. That's great. Hang on. Hang on one second. And, and congratulations to Corey. She did about as well as she said she was going to oh do. Oh, my gosh. We got to go. We, oh, yeah. We got, we're way behind, folks. More Marquee Show next. Don't go anywhere. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. We have way way too much fun doing what the bleep like so much fun that we don't even have time for anything uh, we're except uh, taking another break and then coming back uh, with more of your phone calls and open mic messages 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 there is another thing going on that uh, we did neglected to mention which we need to get to before we get to conspiracy theory thursday and that is uh, a couple of there was one attack on a trump supporter in utah that turned deadly and a presidential candidate in ecuador well, also had a deadly end to a rally. We'll tell you both of those stories and what they have to do with 2024 coming up here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show next. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Marquee Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275 is our number. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. You will take a couple of your phone calls here in just a minute, too. We'll squeeze some in before we get to Conspiracy Theory Thursday uh, and a couple of other things we should do. By the way, for those of you watching on the stream, you'll notice that uh, Hannah is decked out in her uniform today. What up, what up? Yeah, she's got her official Mark K Show logo T, signature logo T on. Uh, it's blue with a white uh, Mark K Show logo. And it's, it's the same one we give away in prize packs, but it's also available at markkshop.com if you would like to get one. Do you know what's crazy? What is crazy? Somebody, actually multiple people in the break room. In the tried, break room? In the break room tried to tell me the shirt was not blue and that it's gray. The, okay, I've heard that we've and had I this debate before. I don't get that. We've had this debate before. Yeah. It is a, I know it's blue because when we order them, it, it's called Heather Blue. Yeah, not Heather Gray. Not Heather Gray. It's called Heather, Heather blue. blue. And I could see, like, for example, when I do the two shot of you and me, and I'm wearing a dark gray shirt. Right. With an oil stain on it, apparently. Stop telling people. Well, you know, I got, I dribbled some oil on my shirt and stuff okay. together. But it, it, it makes it look gray. Right. But when I just, you know, when it's just you solo with the blue background, it looks blue. Exactly. Also, what did I tell you about talking to people in the break room? Never, they talk to me. I don't want to be yeah. rude. You know what? I have that problem too. <laughs> I, 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 I try to go to the restroom. I try to go to the kitchen. I try to avoid both. It's because we don't have a restroom right here. Correct. Correct. And what happens is I do my best to look, I do my I do my best to look like busy or uninterested. Unapproachable. unapproachable yeah. And yet there, there's always the, how are you doing guy or girl? Mostly you should start saying what that one sales guy says and just give the honest feeling of how you're doing better what what does he say uh better than i deserve but uh i'm okay not great but better than i deserve or right. something like that see but i'm i feel the opposite i feel like i deserve to be as great as i am and actually greater so we're still working i mean that's okay. what I, you know what i bet if i answer that way you call people down. will i bet they'll stop talking to me you think so <laughs> probably so <laughs> eight five five by the way there's tons of mark k show shirts at mark k shop there's the uh the uh, the show classic tea and blue there's a gray one if you want a gray one there's the camo one which is great there's the red white and blue striped one which is very popular uh, red and white stripes on one sleeve, uh, blue stars on the other. Um, of course, we have our whole line of hoodies and free Trump shirts and remember Mar-a-Lago gear, which, by the way, we just celebrated the one-year anniversary. I totally forgot. I should have run a sale. 
I didn't even oh, think about it. Oh, that would be fantastic. Hannah, write that down. What, the, on the two-year anniversary of the raid on Mar-a-Lago, we'll run a big, a big sale. Do you want me to put it on the calendar? Yeah, put it on the that calendar I... that you don't look at. Yeah. 855-940-MARK <laughs> is our number. 855-940-6275. All right, a couple things that I want to mention here before Conspiracy Theory Thursday is um, there, there are a couple of very sad stories. One of them is about a presidential candidate in Ecuador, a guy named uh, Fernando Villavicencio, Villavicencio, maybe. Um, he was shot to death at a campaign event. This is from BBC.com. A candidate in Ecuador's forthcoming presidential election who campaigned against corruption and gangs has been shot dead at a campaign rally. Fernando Villavicencio, a member of the country's National Assembly, was attacked as he left the event in the capital, Quito, on Wednesday. He is one of the few candidates to allege links between organized crime and government officials in Ecuador. President Guillermo Lasso said organized crime was behind the killing. Ecuador has historically been a relatively safe and stable country in Latin America, but crime has shot up in recent years, fueled by the growing presence of Colombian and Mexican drug cartels, which have infiltrated local criminal gangs. Fernando Villavicencio had received threats from a gang calling itself Los Choneros, I hope that's not a bad word, uh, last month and had been given a security detail. Following his murder... A video appeared on social media in which heavily armed men wearing balaclavas claimed responsibility for the murder. The men claimed to belong to Los Lobos, the wolves, who are rivals of Los Coneros. Again, I hope that's not a bad word. Uh, hours later, another video appeared. It was like going back and forth. Mr. Villa Vincencio, who was married, had five children, was one of eight candidates in the first round of the election, although he was not a front runner and was polling around the middle of the pack. So... Now, again, I bring this up not because, you know, we're, we follow or report typically on Ecuadorian presidential politics, but we have noticed a trend in the politics of third world nations and the politics of the United States of America. How many times have we heard a politician, a senator, a congressperson, somebody on television refer to this country and the way that Joe Biden is running it as a banana republic, trying to throw Donald Trump in jail, having the, your having your uh, your you know designated police department, your own personal Gestapo search your rivals' apartments and homes and offices and break into their safes and try to get whatever information you can to throw this person in jail so that they don't run against you. These banana republic tactics that we've seen come from Joe Biden and the Democrats over the past few months are, are you know, troubling to say the least because we've never had anything like this happen ever in this country before. And now with Joe Biden and the Democrats uh, controlling the thing with Merrick Garland in charge of the DOJ and with Jack Smith doing his darndest to just create new and ridiculous indictments to charge Donald Trump with for laws that, aren't, that don't even exist. Um, we see that the permeation of these third world tactics has kind of seeped into our own political realm. Now, have any political candidates here in the United States met the end that Fernando Villavicencio has? No, but there's a lot of comparisons. For example, Fernando Villavicencio uh, was linking the um, he he was trying to link the current government with organized crime. How many times has Donald Trump and others 
tried to uh, link Don, uh, Joe, Joe Biden and his family and compared them to the mafia or some kind of criminal crime organization, some kind of cram, crime family, some kind of syndicate. How many times has Joe Biden and what we've started to see now with all of this, this, this behind the scenes inner workings of how the, the Chinese and the Moscow uh, oligarchs and everyone else would send Joe Biden this money through Hunter Biden, through James Biden, the money would be dispensed through all of these shell companies and into the accounts that belong to his family members, including the children, including babies, as Jamie Raskin reminded us yesterday. This is how third world governments uh, act. They try to stop their political adversaries, not with honest debate, not with a better agenda, not by getting out there and meeting the people and doing the job and saying, hey, look, here's my experience. Here's where I think we need to go. Here's um, what I think I can do for you. And, and, here, and I'd like you to give me your vote. That's how it used to work in America. Now, that's not how it works at all. Joe Biden and the Democrats have destroyed that. They look at their opposition and say, who's the guy in charge? Donald Trump, he's the front runner. He's polling higher than anyone in his own party and he's polling higher than, than I am. Go get him. And Joe Biden sends out every organization at his disposal, the FBI, the IRS, the CDC even. He sends out the DOJ. He gets Jack Smith and everybody else all, all huddled together so that they can take down Donald Trump, potentially uh, ruin his life, his career, his finances, throw him in jail, and do whatever they need to do to disrupt his ability to run a free and fair election to become president of the United States. I ask you, is a political assassination, is violence far behind? I hope so. But when Joe Biden already allows these kinds of uh, banana republic tactics into his own political machine, it's very scary for the future. In fact, there's another story which oddly kind of goes right in line with this one. And it's about not Donald Trump, but a Trump supporter who was gunned down by Joe Biden's FBI just yesterday in Provo, Utah. This is from the New York Post. An armed Utah man was shot and killed by FBI agents during a Wednesday morning raid linked to assassination threats against President Biden and other top Democrats, including Vice President Kamala Harris and Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. The deadly shooting occurred in Provo around 6.15 a.m. when the feds tried to serve arrest and search warrants at a home. A federal complaint obtained by the Post from the Utah U.S. Attorney's Office identified the suspect at the center of the probe that prompted Wednesday's raid as 75-year-old Craig Robertson. 75 years old. An agency spokesperson confirmed that one person stuck, uh, struck by gunfire had died, but she did not share any further details about the agent-involved shooting. Pardon me. Nothing to sneeze at. Uh, an agency, oh, there we go. The FBI takes all shooting incidents involving our agents, our task force members seriously, the statement read. In accordance with FBI policy, the shooting incident is under review by the FBI's inspection division. Robertson was armed at the time, according to two law enforcement sources who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity. Robertson, who described himself in his social media post as a MAGA Trumper, was facing counts of interstate threats, a threat against the president and influencing, impeding and retaliating against federal law enforcement officers by threat. This is a guy who said he was a, a MAGA Trumper, 
This is a guy who threatened Joe Biden, threatened Kamala Harris, and ends up being gunned down in his own home by the FBI. I read this story. I haven't read the complaint. But the only thing I notice about this is that, let's see, the 39-page complaint included numerous unhinged Facebook posts made by Robertson threatening to assassinate Biden and other senior Democrats, including Harris Bragg, New York Attorney General Letitia Adams, Merrick Garland, Gavin Newsom. In a status update posted earlier this week, Robertson, an Air Force veteran, suggested he was planning to make an attempt on Biden's life when the commander-in-chief visited the Beehive State later this week. I hear Biden is coming to Utah, Robertson wrote Sunday. Uh, anyway, so this guy, and again, we're not sure exactly what happened, but the report I read initially said that there was a that, that he was killed by a shot. I didn't hear that there were any shots fired at the agents. Hopefully not, um, and hopefully a thorough investigation is underway. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. I will say this, though. The two stories uh, appearing back-to-back -back definitely make you think, about how far into the doldrums this country could sink. 855-940-MARK is our number. Quick break, we'll grab a few phone calls. We also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, are almost ready, gearing up for Conspiracy Theory Thursday. That's coming up in just a minute. Don't go anywhere, stay right where you are. We will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-940-MARK. Is there more breaking news? You know, we got apparently... The, de the Republicans, at least a handful of them, are starting to get fed up. They're ready to take some action. They're, they're, you know, they're all, the, the Congress is out of session right now, but apparently what's happening is we played you the clips from Jim Comer earlier. Jim Comer said, I am ready to bring, uh, I'm ready to go ahead and bring um, a charge, I'm sorry, uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in uh, under subpoena to answer questions in front of the Oversight Committee. And that's something that we're like, thank God that's actually happening. There's also now breaking news. Uh, Fox News reported this morning with our buddy Brian Kilmeade that it looks like Rand Paul has asked the DOJ to probe, a, open a criminal probe into Dr. Fauci for lying under oath when he talked about how uh, we he didn't know that the United States had funded gain-of-function research. Here's the report from this morning. Knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. You do not know what you are talking about. Really? Senator Rand Paul filed the criminal referral and joins us now. Senator, you've been all over this. You've been aggressive. You've been determined. It seems we're at the threshold to the point where you called Matt Graves and said, I need you to look at this. Uh, what, what turned the tables for you? What evidence do you have? Well, you know, I don't think there's ever been a clear case of perjury in the history of government testimony. Well, that's a pretty bold statement. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a clear case of testimony in the history of government perjury. I'm sorry, a clear case of perjury in the, in the history of government testimony. Rand Paul is about as meticulous a guy as you get. Uh, and he has been chasing Dr. Fauci for years. He has been reading the emails. He's been going, combing over the evidence. He's been digging into the Wuhan laboratory. He's been going back through receipts and he's been going back through the, uh, you know, through the, the, he's been following the money trail. And he knows exactly what Dr. Fauci knew publicly or what he knew privately and what he told us publicly. And he does have statements under sworn testimony that contradict each other. And I don't say that lightly. He said adamantly that the government never funded this gain of function research. 
We now have the Government Accountability Office, the GAO, has admitted that the funding came from the NIH. We have the acting director, Tayback, of the NIH admitting it in writing that it came from the NIH. But now we have really the smoking gun, and that is Fauci in private saying the opposite of what he was saying in public. When he was publicly telling me that absolutely we did not fund gain-of-function research in China, he says privately, we are suspicious that the virus has been manipulated, and we are suspicious because we know they are doing gain-of-function research. Hmm. So that's a big problem. When you're hauled in front of a committee with Rand Paul at the helm, and you say, you don't know what you're talking about, Senator Paul... You don't have no idea what you're talking about. I've never lied in front of Congress or ever. Um, and then, of course, you find emails and you find uh, trans transcripts and you find evidence that he actually knew about gain-of-function research in Wuhan, uh, which is directly opposite what he's talked about under sworn testimony. All of a sudden now you have, as, as Rand Paul put it, uh, never before have you had a clearer case of perjury in the history of the United States of America. 855-940-MARK is our number. We got Fauci under fire in the Senate. We've got Joe Biden, Hunter Biden under fire in the uh, Congress. When they all get back in September, it should be a very exciting couple months before the winter recess. 855-940-MARK is our number. Also, before we get to uh, Conspiracy Theory Thursday, which is coming up next, so if you have a conspiracy theory, go ahead and call in. We're gonna get to it in just a minute. We need to apologize. We were we had a scheduled locals post show live on Tuesday. It was on the calendar and everything, but it wasn't on the calendar. Okay, I just added it. Well, apparently the executive producer forgot to add it to the official calendar. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I wanted to schedule it. I'm sorry. Listen, I was in the middle of apologizing, and uh, on your behalf, and yeah, so uh, okay. uh, we apparently just blew blew like totally blew off, uh, blew it off. But we will reschedule it for next Tuesday. Yes. So if you're a member of our locals community. Um, we apologize on behalf of Hannah. And next and Tuesday at 3 o'clock, right after the show, Eastern Time, we will have our scheduled post show. It's now on the calendar officially. If you're not a member of our locals community, you have till Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern to join. Quick break, Conspiracy Theory Thursday, coming up next. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K. For three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Marquee Show. It's the Marquee Show. And it's Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, 855-940-MARK is the number if you're trying to call in. 855-940-6275. And it show is. It show is Conspiracy Theory Thursday. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for you to get on the phone right now. 855-940-MARK. If you've got a good conspiracy theory, if you've heard a good conspiracy theory, if you've uh, made up a good conspiracy theory, give us a buzz. If you've heard a bad conspiracy theory or made up a bad, give us a buzz too because you know we'll judge them. And sometimes you may think it's great and we don't and vice versa. But if you can if you can continue for 30 seconds uninterrupted and hold our attention without getting buzzed then you will uh well you, get, you don't really win it you just get a you know you get bragging rights it's more it's more like one of those bragging rights things it's conspiracy theory thursday turn out the lights cover the windows put on your tinfoil hat and call the mark k show now 
Mark. That is right. Put on your tinfoil hat, cover the shades, get your uh, get your code name ready, and give us a buzz because we are looking for all of the Mark K Show patriotic conspiracy theorists to share with us what they know. And again, most of the time, these things just, just turn out to be true. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, spoiler alerts, whatever. This is just future news now is basically uh, what we're finding out. 855-940-MARK is the number. 855-940-6275. And we start with the guy who called in earlier today. It's Clark Kent Rockefeller. How you doing, <laughs> Clark Kent Rockefeller? Howdy. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, thanks for calling back. We appreciate it. Uh, now, here's the deal. We're going to give you 30 seconds to share your conspiracy theory. Again, I have a, a very distinct buzzer. It sounds like this. <laughs> Hannah also has a, a distinct buzzer. It sounds like this. Yeah. And Jay has a brand new buzzer. Jay, I'll play your buzzer so everyone knows. This late breaking news just in. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if you hear one or two of those buzzers, you're good to go. If you hear all three, then you can just, you can just wrap it up, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to give you 30 seconds on your mark. Okay, show. Get set. Go. Okay, I have three conspiracy theories. Number one. Joseph Biden is Joseph David Rockefeller. He's an actor on LinkedIn. Number two, Donald Trump married his daughter Ivanka on her ninth birthday in Costa Rica. Number three, son of man from Action Comics, uh, Action Comics circumcised Mark K. That's my conspiracy. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I buzzed you, not because I didn't like any of your conspiracy theories. It's because you had three of them and you still couldn't get to 30 seconds. <laughs> but very good. That was very, those were very, very, what was the first one again? He's an actor that you found on LinkedIn. Yes. Joseph David Rockefeller is oh. Joseph Biden. Oh, I didn't know. That. I'm not, I got booted off of LinkedIn. I was too conservative for LinkedIn. They canceled my account. So, hey, thanks so much for the call. We uh, we appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. Mama Saurus. Hi, Mama Saurus. How are you? Hello. Hello. Mama Saurus, are you ready with your conspiracy theory uh, today? I'm ready. Great. We're going to give you 30 seconds on your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. Okay, per the Transportation Bureau, Bureau from 2017 till now, traffic congestion has reached an all-time high all over the United States. This has given politicians an excuse in the past to put in more toll roads. My conspiracy theory is the government hired people to drive slow and hold up traffic. <laughs> so people will fight for something to change. So this will give them a chance to write new bills. And in those bills, they can put additional hidden things that they usually do. Um, and then also by putting in toll roads, this gives the government control over when and where people travel. Yeah, that's wow. genius. I've never heard the the government has been hiring people to drive slowly and muck up the uh, traffic so that we'll all pay yeah, for next the time toll roads. Someone's driving slow in front of you on the passing lane. No, they were hired. You know what? No, I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. See, I couldn't get a job like that. I just could. Even if you paid me, I couldn't no. drive slow. I would I wouldn't do it. Mama, so you know what? That's a very good one by the way. Great job. Great job. Yeah. Um you know what annoys me is they have they're putting in all these toll lanes now here in Jacksonville and they're they're not even on like the, the major interstates or highway. They're in town. There's an express lane that gets you here, an express lane that gets you there. And every time I drive by, I don't use the express lane cuz usually it's early in the morning, it's not congested yet. But there's a cop in the toll lane with a gun ready to like peg people speeding. Yeah, I have seen that. And I'm like, dude, 
you built the express lane so we could go faster. Now you're going to tag people in the express lane for doing the thing that you told them they could do in the express lane? And then their argument would be like, well, no, this is just so people can avoid traffic. Yeah, I but, don't like that at all. What bothers me is people that get in the express lane and then do the speed limit. Well, that's because there's a cop ready to give them a ticket, Jay. No, yeah. no, no, not even when there's a cop. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like that's just, like that's just, the right lane. that's just entrapment is what I feel yeah. like it is. You're, did, I'm paying for the right to drive in the fast lane and then you're going to give me a ticket. Did you know that in it's newer cars, they will give you like a speed warning? Like they'll be like, it looks like you're uh, doing a speed higher than any uh, <laughs> like loud speed. Is that what they do in your car? Um, I don't, it hasn't happened to me. Oh. My car tells me if I'm about to, about to slam into the back of somebody. Oh. Yeah. And, but you know what? It's interesting because there's this, there's like a little bump in the road yeah. near my house. And every time when, I'm, when I turn and I'm driving down, for whatever reason, the angle of the sensor and the bump in the road coincide. Ooh. And it believes I'm about to slam, slam into a car. Brakes? And it, it goes, and there's a big red light in my face. And it's <laughs> very annoying. 855-940-MARCO. Uh, anyway, that was a very good one. 855-940-6275. MAGA with that swagger. How you doing? Mag with the swag, baby. Yeah, baby, what's up, baby? Are you ready for your conspiracy theory today? Yeah. Here we, here we go. You got 30 seconds. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. Uh, back in the day, Obama made a speech about how solar panel manufacturer Solyndra needed half a billion dollars from taxpayers. Mm. One year later, they went bankrupt. Fun fact, the CEO was an Obama for America bundler. Now a Biden-supported company that makes EVs went bankrupt. My theory is that Democrat presidents fatten up green energy companies and carve out a very green retirement package. Biden will take the money and open up gay bathhouses, around-the-clock sex, called, come on, man. Come on, man. Gay, gay, gay bathhouses. And every, it's all about round-the-clock sex. It's all, come, come on, on man. man. Anytime you can use one of my favorite Joe Biden clips ever in a conspiracy theory, I mean, that's a winner. <laughs> that's a winner. In fact, really, if, you're, if, you're, if you have a conspiracy theory and you find that it's not eating up the entire 30 seconds, just say, you know, uh, and uh, Joe Biden's going to use the money to open gay, gay, gay bathhouses, round-the-clock sex. You know, come on, man. 855-940. We need that on a t-shirt. Hey, Jack. Ew. Jack? Yeah. Hey, Jack. How you yeah. Is that your code name? Yep. That's oh, a good code name. Uh, Jack, are you ready? You have 30 <laughs> seconds with which to share your conspiracy theory, okay? All righty. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. Deep state actors within the Bureau of Weights and Measures are using psychology and regulating thermometer manufacturers, adjusting the accuracy over the years. 110 degrees is now 115. Seeing a bank thermometer and hearing radio TV reporting, have you believing it's a record temp day? It's hot, but not that hot. Thermometers made before the 60s still read 110. <laughs> I, you know what? You had me at deep state actors working deep inside the Department of Weights and Measures. <laughs> it's <just> very, that's <laughs> yeah. very, that's very good. That's very good, Jack. I appreciate that one. The thermometers are uh, are being tampered with to make it seem like it's hotter. So you know, global warming. Although I was outside yesterday hitting some golf balls with my son. Yeah, it did seem a lot hotter than it's ever been. Yeah, I could just be out of shape though too. Eight five five nine four zero. I did do shape. some. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it Bethan? Bethan? Yeah. Ethan. Oh, Bethan. Oh, yeah. Bethan. How you doing? Good. 
Good. Uh, Bethan, do you have a conspiracy theory you'd like to share with us? I do. All right, good. We're going to give you 30 seconds on your mark. Okay, show. Get set. Go. All right. So you know how they found the in the documents where it says 10% for the big guy? Mm. Well, the big guy is not Biden. The mm. big guy is actually Obama. And he's going to use that money to open up gay shows everywhere. Gay, gay, gay bathhouses. <laughs> oh. It was only because it was short. It was super short. Eight five five nine. And if you're going to use the quote, you got to use it right. Mm -hmm. If you're going to use it, you know what? Another, here's another good one. By the way, if you're running low on time for your conspiracy, here's another good one that you could use. You could say, you know what? The big guy isn't actually Joe Biden. The big guy is Joan Shingang. I'm going to pass for Shanga Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. Yeah. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-627. You know what? Let's take a quick break. We got a bunch more. We got to line some more up. If you've got a good one, give us a buzz. 855-940-MARK. Don't go anywhere, folks. Stay right where you are. More Mark K Show coming up next. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK. Hannah, what was the debate I told you to write down yesterday that I said we were going to have today? No, I don't want to have the debate. I just, what was it? The NFL versus NASCAR. Oh, yeah, we got to have that debate uh, sometime soon. Maybe when you actually go to the woke NASCAR race, we can have that debate. Write this down, too. Yeah, did you just shake your head no at me? <laughs> what do you want me to write down? No, here's, the, the, I mean, I appreciate your opinion and all, but your job is to write down the thing I tell you. Okay, what is it? Write this down, ready? Yeah. Um, The HOA telling me to move my truck. Did that happen? Yes, you write that. You have a truck. I, let, just write it down. Okay. The HOA telling me, this is, and we'll, don't throw those away. Keep those notes handy. I know, that's why I have like 17 notes on my Okay, desk. perfect. 855 We got to get back to Conspiracy Theory Thursday. This is the big guy. Good code name. Hey, big guy, how are you? Good. Oh, good. Big guy, do you have a conspiracy theory that you'd like to share with us today? Yes, I do. We are going to give you 30 seconds on your mark. Okay, show. Get set, go. Well, everybody has seen the video where Joe Biden's bragging about uh, holding up the million dollars or billion dollars to uh, get the prosecutor fired. But he was talking to that guy. In Ukraine, he said that he was going to hold it up, and the guy said he didn't have the authority to do that. And uh, he said, well, call the president. Well, at that point, he imp imp implicated Barack Obama into knowing about the scheme, and and the only reason Obama would do that is to uh, get in on some of the money. He wanted his piece of the pie, and that makes him the big guy. Again, less conspiracy theory and more just... What's the word I'm looking for? Fact. Fact. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks so much to the big guy. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Theodore 5. How are you, Theodore 5? Just fine today, sir. Oh, good. What's going on, sir? What do you want to say? Uh, my conspiracy is that actually President Joe Biden is, is not in control of the country. Oh, wait a minute. Believe it or not. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hannah's pointing. I forgot to count you in. Yeah. That was my that was my bad. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, here we go. On your mark. Okay, show. Ken is like, it's my favorite thing to do. No, I just. How do you know? If you're it's cutting seconds? me out of the entire no, show. No, I just care that it's thirty seconds. No, you're one hundred percent right. You're a good okay. executive producer. Thank you. On your mark. Okay, show. Get set. Go. Actually, uh, Joe Biden, the president, is not in control of of the country. He's being manipulated 
If you ever seen Star Trek back in the day, the original one, there was a little worm that crawled in the doctor's ear. And I believe that is what Barack Obama has done to Joe Biden, and he is controlling him from a basement somewhere in Washington, D.C. Four, three, and, two. And that of electric car. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, that was very I know exactly. It was the wrath of Khan. And he had this little worm that he put in uh, Pavel Chekhov's ear, and he was able to control him. That was, that was Ricardo Montalban. Uh, played I hate it for the Wrath of God. Do you not remember that? I I I I can't do your things. It was okay. no, I didn't mean. No, it like I, that. I, I, just, I don't want to. Okay. okay. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. This is Florida Kid. What's up, Florida Kid? How are you? Okay. Oh, good. Florida Kid, are you ready with your conspiracy theory? Yes, I got two. All right, on your mark. K show. Get set. Go. Mike Tyson transitioning to a woman and getting back into boxing to go against the heavyweight women's competition. <laughs> is, is that it? Second. Oh, that was a bit more. Yes. Second oh, is second. the, um, oh, what is it? The Committee for Integrity in the House and Senate is going to investigate all the stockbrokers of all the political officials and see insider trading. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, I like, I, here's the thing. Uh, again, I think that's probably going to happen. The Mike Tyson one, I would have, I would expound on that one next time. I thought that was, was a really good one. I was very intrigued with yeah. that. Yeah. Also, I noticed how people have, this is another workaround. They've found a loophole. Their conspiracy theory stacking. Yeah. So that they can get to the 30 <laughs> seconds. They're like, I have a short one. You know what? I'm going to throw in another short one and two short ones. <laughs> make a long one. 855-940-MARK. Peggy Sue, how are you? I am good. Oh, good. Peggy uh, Sue, do you have a conspiracy theory for us? Yes, I do. No, Mark, I got five. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go, Peggy Sue. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. We know the Democrats always do better during wartime. So they've come up with a way to reduce the national debt. By now that since they've already got all the money they're going to get out of China, they're going to kick off a war with China, and then they can nationalize all the Chinese property in the U.S., and they can cancel all the debt from China. That's it. Oh, all right. That's, a, that's interesting. Oh, you should have stacked another one. I, I, so I see. It's a. This is the longest. We got, yeah, we got to shorten that one. <laughs> we, uh, I, I like it. So the uh, the United States is going to get into war with China and then say, hey, since we're at war with China, we're going to cancel all the. We're just going to take over all of their holdings in the United States. Not a bad idea because they have a lot more of the United States than we have of China. That's for sure. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark in, is our number. Mick Jagger. How's it going, Mick? <laughs> Hey, uh, just uh, driving across to Matthews. Oh, good. Uh, Mick, that's a bridge for those of you that aren't yes. in Jackson. In case, in case, well, what's a Matthews? Um, all right, <laughs> Mick, you Matthews. have 30 seconds on your mark. Okay, Get set, go. Okay, so we all know that the uh, fires in Canada were started at the same time over hundreds of miles. I believe that the ammonium nitrate that came from that train was used because all the smoke was spread. Now, in turn, uh, the global warming that we're currently experiencing is artificial because when smoke is in the air, the sun rays reflect off of the ground back into the smoke and then return back to the ground, therefore double heating the earth. So I believe that this is all just democratic agenda. This is a great theory. I, I, 
Oh, no, Big, I, this is a great theory because I, I, I almost buzz you because I'd heard the first part about mm -hmm. the fires being started at the same time because of the, uh, the nitrate from that missing tanker. But I like how you turn yep. that into the excessively warm temperatures in an attempt for yep. Justin Trudeau, who I've always stated is the Antichrist incarnate on Earth, trying to turn the entire Earth wrong. into hell. First, he's literally burning his own country, and now, because of the smoke and ash that's in the sky, it's reflecting the heat back to us, and it's turning, no, don't buzz me on my own thing, it's turning <laughs> the rest of the world into hell as well, a, uh, a domain that he will likely reign over all by himself because, well, his wife left him. Uh, great conspiracy theory. All great conspiracy theories. We got to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, for our Friday show. We'll have some fake news Friday. We're going to have some weekend review trivia, more of your phone calls and open mic messages. We are still, can you believe it, on indictment watch in Georgia. Could happen tomorrow. We'll be here if it does. More of our K show. Hope you join us. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.